Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. This is going to be a van life and van lesson podcast episode. And my notes today are coming straight literally from journal in hand. As far as the van travels go, I have been in the woods for a week. I was in a cool little campground near Clarks Hill Lake, or now called Strom Thurmond Lake, in South Carolina, basically on the South Carolina-Georgia border, north of Augusta. And I spent a, almost a week there, and the week went by so fast, I just, I really had no idea that, wow, that a, a week had gone by. But an interesting little thing here, and I'm not going to get into an astrological uh, anything on this, but there are some, like when you take your astrology chart and you put it on a map, it's called astrocartography, or there's also another technique called local space lines, and you can actually map your chart onto a geographic map. Well, I did, and I was literally sitting on the part of my chart that I came to understand three planets, the Sun, Mars, and Neptune, all together in my sign of Scorpio, are sitting on the same degree. It's a super powerful supernova of energy in my life. And I was sitting on the local space line of those three planets, and some stuff came up, as you would imagine. Wow. I wanted to get in here and capture some of these and share them with you because what you might want to do is grab a pen or some kind of capture device or follow along here and catch these points. I'm going to give you seven things that I've jotted down, particularly reflecting over this past week. Some of these obviously will resonate with you and some won't. My commitment in doing these episodes in the van as we're going to be traveling together is to capture what I did silently and by myself back in 2009. So these lessons are being lived out loud. Those lessons were intended by design to just be internal. So here we go. Let's talk about a couple of things that have come up. So first of all, update on my work with Lynn. Still ongoing. We'll weave some of that into here. And I'm hoping to do a debrief with her when I'm with her in Florida. So I'll have another update on that process between now and then. And then hopefully we'll do one in person together. So here are a couple of things. Oh, my. Lesson number one happened painfully yesterday morning. And the lesson is with when you're in a van and you're living in literally, I think they say 60 square feet. And that's about right. That I have to conform to it, not it to me. Oh, let that one soak a little bit. <laughs> when you have to give up some of your will. What happened is I spilled coffee on my hand and it burned my hand. My hand is still swollen and red and there's a little bit of a sore there. Fortunately, a wonderful, kind listener, thank you, Lauren, had given me some coconut oil and I put that on there and it has been helping tremendously. So I was pushing the envelope, and what I was trying to do was have coffee before I got up and made the bed. So the back half of the van is a seating area with a table, and that's where I'm coming to you from now when I'm in the work mode. And then I take the microphone off, I have microphone arm off, I have to take the table out, I have to put slats in, have to... Uh, move two cushions and then lower the bench seat goes back. And then 
It's a bed. It's a queen-sized bed. And then I take a mattress, a little foam thing, foam pad that I got, and I put that down. And then I've been sleeping in a wonderful sleeping bag that I got at Walmart. So go figure. And it works great. So that little process takes time. Oh, and because of my heart, I also have these inflatable wedges that I inflate and deflate. So there's a whole process of getting the bed ready and then getting ready for the morning. So the mornings are always kind of a meditative, reflective time, typically looking at some astrology, maybe looking at some headlines, just kind of, you know, getting squared and set up for the day and then journaling, of course. Well, I was all in my sleeping bag cocoon. It was chilly. And I had my wedges, so I was propped up from the back, and I had my knees propped up and kind of sandwiched in. You get what I'm saying? Well, I was trying to drink coffee, and there's no table. There's no table in all of this. So you've got the cushions from the seating and everything that are designed to sleep on. And then I got the foam mattress. You see what I'm talking about. This is a recipe for disaster getting ready to happen. And I'm all wedged in, so it's like I can't reach anything. Well, yeah, I spilled the coffee, and I spilled it right onto my hand, and I had just heated it up on a little tea kettle that I have here that I love that you can set the temperature 205 degrees. (laughs) Ouch. Well, as I was trying to get, now I've got to get out of this configuration while my hand is in the process of burning, because the first thing I have to do is get that hot liquid off my hand. So... All of that just kind of unfolded, and now I have a coffee-scented mattress <laughs> mattress pad thing, and uh, I just about sold Lord Jupiter because it made me, as I finally got on the other side of it and was laughing about it, I was realizing that, ah, the perfect visual that you could totally relate to. Go back to the Lord of the Rings movies back in the 1990s. I am Gandalf visiting Frodo at his house. (laughs) What's the first thing when Gandalf walked in? He bumps his head, right? Well, that's one of the configuration things. Like Thomas, you're not going to be able to drink coffee. And it had a lid. It had a lid. It just had a little slot in the lid. It's a Yeti cup. And you can't do that. You're going to spill it. And I'm clumsy anyway. So... That's, you know, I'm tall, I'm clumsy, and this is a hobbit house. So I have to become a more mindful of even every little action. Well, there's a life lesson you could learn right there. And I have to realize that I can't do what I want to do if it's not van compatible. So I have to bend to it, not letting it bend to me. How many times have I hit my head on the cabinets? (laughs) Let's see. This is almost two months, maybe three or four (laughs) hundred. It's like I have to be more deliberate. I have to be specific. Well, there's a whole study right there. I've got seven of these, so we're going to have to move on because the next one is also, I think, one of the big ones, and that is just being in and around other energies. So this thing is completely portable. I am like the ultimate turtle or crab. (laughs) Pack up and move you and your house wherever you want to go. It's all one package. I mean, I literally think this is my life. You know, this is what I have chosen to bring with me. 
And it's what I need in order to do what I do. And I can do it quite well, actually, from the van. I'm in the parking lot here on a very foggy morning and the door is open and the birds are chirping. I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but it really is kind of cool. It's a great environment. But I'm just blended into all these other energies. I mean, how meditative is a Walmart parking lot? Well, it's what I'm learning is it's meditative if I want it to be. Now, is it better to be in a big Rocky Mountain hiking trail with beautiful vistas around? Well, you know what? There are more suicides in the Rocky Mountains than basically per capita than anything. It's about four times the national average. Is it better to be on a Blue Ridge Mountain parking lot? Not if you are making the environment the connection to source. And I think this is my biggest lesson. Because any of you who have listened to this for any period of time know how much I love my nature trails. And now what I'm learning is to connect with the same level of energy at the Walmart parking lot. And that's why I did the podcast here. I'd pulled my journal out. That was one of the notes. And I thought, ah, you need to do the podcast. I was going to go to a nature preserve up a little bit further up in town. No doing it right here from the parking lot. I mean, it is as gray and cold and sterile as it can be, and we're breathing beautiful energy into it. So I think one of the other things is the lesson that I'm going to be learning is to not be in my little shell and to not hide in the protection of my controlled environment, but to get out here and connect with the energy of the world and the energy of society, where it is. And that brings me to my next point. Point number three is just how noisy the world has become by observation. One of the things that has changed in the last 12 months, this is being recorded at the end of February 2022, and one of the things that has changed in the last 12 months are these loud mufflers. I looked them up the other day. They are not that expensive. So basically, Everybody who has an ego complex is going to have a loud muffler. Because what is the purpose of that? The only thing is to say, look at me, look at me. I mean, it's just a pure ego play. There's no benefit to it. And it takes away from serenity. And being right here in the the Walmart, you know, last night, late, cars driving by, boom, 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 boom. This morning, I think it started about 6.15. Boom, 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 boom. So here's somebody that's up on a foggy morning driving to the Walmart parking lot, I presume they work here, and they're listening to music at 150 decibel level. I mean, just incredibly loud, so loud that I could hear it through their rolled up windows. And to realize that our culture cannot be silent. So the environment has become more noisy. Cars have become more noisy, so just being out and about in traffic is now a very noisy and sometimes irritating thing. And then, you know, like how many people drown out their lives with television and music and things that anything to avoid just being with themselves. And part of this experience is going to be blending into that, accepting that. The one that I'm still choking on a little bit is even blending in with that. (laughs) We'll be working on that one. I'll keep you posted. Number four, allowing things to come up. So this was part of the process, allowing this stuff to come up and just being okay with it. Thanking the universe that it gave me another venue, another catalyst 
to let stuff in my life come up to work on. In other words, you can run, but you can't hide. You know, relationships are, I think, the other great place where stuff often comes up in our lives. I'm not in a relationship now, so this uh, van has become the replacement for that in that sense. And the universe is just saying, ah, that's a nice van you have there. I can work with that. (laughs) And boy, is it. And see, can you hear the thuds in the background? Well, that's the big thing that comes up and picks trash dumpster stuff and throws them over its head. See, you can't get away from it. It's everywhere. And that's why I'm leaving the door open so you can hear the sounds. Another one, number five, the unpredictability of the whole situation. I was watching a couple of van life videos on YouTube over the past week while I was down in the woods. And one common theme you see from all these people that make videos doing this is that's unpredictable. And I know all of our lives are. But look, if you live in the suburbs and you've got a great little house in a nice suburban neighborhood and your kids are in school and basically the morning routine, maybe some exercise, some breakfast, getting the kids ready and off. And then you get yourself to work. You come back home, you do the afternoon and evening activities with the family and then, you know, rinse and repeat. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not unpredictable because within all of that, obviously, all kinds of things come up all the time. But I'm just saying with the van, you throw another, basically, you take all of that base security off the table. So at least within the uncertainty of the normal, quote unquote, normal life, you have kind of a home base that you can always come back to. You know, you can always put on the soft music and light the fire in the fireplace and hold each other at night while you're winding down the day. And uh, there's at least a security there. Here, man, it is topsy-turvy. So what that's teaching me is to be able to not attached to things. I think that's the big thing for me right there is releasing. It's going to be releasing expected outcomes. And then the other thing is going to be, where am I putting that replacement security? And you know, that was one of the one of the challenges that came up for me in 2009 when I did this was that security blanket of almost kind of mommy mommy from my childhood that was something that got worked on a lot. But now I'm just realizing Peeling the onion, more layers. I said I had seven. I think I have eight here. So here's the next one. Praying protection daily. Wow. So come to find out, vans are really big theft targets, especially when they're at places that I want to go so badly, which are like hiking trails. You park a van at a trailhead, you might as well just put a billboard out. This thing is going to be vacant for the next hour and a half. So they are preyed upon a lot. I had seen where a van was broken into in northeastern Arkansas at a state park. Now, northeastern Arkansas, you ever been there? It's rice fields. And here's this state park that is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And they said that it was a gang activity. So gangs running rural, remote state parks in Arkansas, breaking into vans. They are very efficient. They literally can pry the side door off with a crowbar. I mean, it's just amazing. So I'm realizing that I have some shoring up to do. So before I go anywhere else, I'm going to shore some things up and make sure that my electronics are protected when I leave the van. 
So I'm going to do the human part, but then also comes the part of not being casual and not tempting the universe. I'll do my piece. But then to pray rain, in essence, that's the Greg Braden prayer we've been talking about, praying rain over the protection of the van. In other words, seeing it as protected, seeing a white aura around Lord Jupiter protecting every square inch of this van from outside attack. Seeing the same thing while I'm driving down the road, while I'm going putzing slow over in the right-hand lane, and these fast cars that I mentioned a minute ago that can't stand that speed are just racing around me, feeling and seeing that protection. And that's the other piece, feeling it, feeling the protection, feeling the security of the protection versus the fear of, oh, I'm going to get broken into if I go get these groceries. So me and my fear paradigm is going to get to do some work around that every day. And also that's the other thing is to make it such a regular routine part of my life. Well, then you've only got a five or 10 degree shift to where you're praying protection for yourself as well as your physical objects. I mean, if I would pray protection for my stuff, would I not pray protection for my soul, for my family? For my loved ones, you get where I'm going, right? Another big one, we don't have to spend a lot of time here, the importance of taking time out regularly. In other words, game up and game extra on. And I think with where we are in the world right now, that's a good lesson for all of us. And then another one that I jotted down, I think is the last one before I closed the book, slow down. (laughs) How many chapters have I read Fred Dodson books onto audio where he talks about slowing down? That's a hard one for me, but now it's on my list of eight, and it's one that is going to go uh, prominent on my mind as I think through these things. And that's not only moving in general, that's moving specifically Because if I don't slow down, then I'm going to hit the cabinet with the velocity of the speed of which I am moving at the time. Thomas, slow down. When you do hit your head, it won't hurt so bad. Or maybe you won't even hit your head. More consciousness, more awareness, slowing down. Well, I hope those van lessons help. Those are personal to me, but I'm letting you peek into my journal and see some of the things that have come up. Also this week, more so for those of you listening in real time versus later down the road when you know things that we don't, a war was started this week where Russia moved in and invaded Ukraine and the tragedies that are unfolding there are still very fresh on our minds because as I'm recording this, it's only basically two days old. So as we close this out, we also think of praying for peace in our world and praying rain, not just asking for it. In fact, not even asking for it because that's creating lack, seeing peace, visualizing peace, letting peace permeate the fiber of our own being as we radiate it out. I'm sending you love. Thank you for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.